So, yeah. So for Fourth of July weekend, Lauren and I went to uh, we went to Michigan. Uh, it was her and I, and it was four other couples. But his girlfriend's family has a, a lake house up there. Um, and one couple even left on Saturday. Uh, but while we were up there, uh, we drank 240 White Claws. That is way too, that's so much White Claw. I still can't get over that. That is, hold on. So 10 people total. So that's, that's 24, 24 White Claws. White, that's, you know that's, what? That's, that's like, per- and how many days? Three. Oh fuck, that's doable. That's yeah. I drank six by myself last night. It's very easy. I understand. That. I, I I understand. I mean, like there were other things. Wait, we might. There honestly might have been more. We might have drank more than that. That's like my conservative estimate. Oh my god. Um, that number is just gaudy. I have. I have legitimately quit drinking beer. I've quit drinking beer. I only drink white claws. I was at the bar the other day. I was just ordering white claws. <laughs> Damn. Jay's, Jay's drinking one right now. I've had three, buddy. <laughs> hey, you know, I have laws when you're drinking claws. You know, <laughs> wow. There's still laws. Children at home, there's still laws. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I know. Hey, again, shout out to the uh, international listeners. I know we got a pretty good amount of you guys. You guys also have laws. Listen to those laws. I don't know if you have claws, but you definitely have laws. So I don't think they have from. claws. They just drink vodka and spirits. Today, today at my job, a man tried to get me fired because I told him he couldn't do an illegal activity. He wanted to take money out of an account that he was not on. Baller move. That's a baller move. And he asked me when I was going to finally leave the company. <laughs> every time I come here, I try to take money out of this account. And every time I come here, you tell me no. <laughs> Why is he like a... Why is he like a cholo attempting to do like a white person accent? I mean, that's just where I went. I don't know. That's just Jay going for it. That's just my natural. Uh, that's just my natural. Like, speech. is that your is that your white white person voice? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is my white person voice. That is it. That is my doing business voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking those old Dave Chappelle sketches when he'd be like the white news anchor and he'd be like, mm, yes. Yeah, that's basically what it is. That was me trying to be a white person. My favorite one is him. Yeah, My name is Timothy. Oh my God. 240. That's insane. Wait, how much alcohol is in, in one can? Great question, Nikki. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you're drinking them. Five percent alcohol, alcohol per volume, 100 calories. Only uh, two, two grams, grams of sugar. sugar. Two grams of sugar. Two, two grams of carbs. Zero fat. That's ridiculous. Zero There's so much water. You're hydrated the whole time. I'm. <laughs> I'm overhydrated. I'm All like right. at the point where I'm peeing way too much. Also, one night, um, my friend Paul came over, and uh, Tad and Paul, just two white guys hanging out. <laughs> hey, you said it, not me, bro. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Paul came over and I went to the store guys and before he came over to grab booze and I got two cases of White Claw and two cases of Sauvignon Blanc. Oh, oh my God. Are you two white women? I don't understand. What's that's happening? what I'm saying. Like just 30 year old white women. <laughs> oh, that's so great. We, uh, here's the thing. Though, like, is just parting it up in the summer. <laughs> we we so drank. Housewives of New York. I hear that this season's good. We drank all of them, and oh my God. and not only did we drink all of them, 
But then we we also went down to the convenience store in my building and bought another six pack of White Claws and two more bottles of wine. And we played NHL from 6 p.m. Oh, I remember this. Until 7.30 the next morning. Damn. That's too much. There's only 30 teams. How many games could you play? I don't well, no, we only, we only play as the Blackhawks, and we just play online against people. Uh, oh, you guys the duo thing. Yeah, yeah which is nice because uh, a lot of Europeans like hockey, so you're playing them like bright and early in the morning. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I love hockey. I've been petitioning to change this uh, this this podcast to slap slap shot yay. That's terrible. You can do better. Do another one. I don't have anything. Come on, do a hockey pun. Uh, Nikki, you're the man. Get them. Hockey pun them. Yay them. Hockey pun with the yay. Uh, he shoots the yays. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's bad. That's terrible. Bad. That's bad. It's too long. Do it's better. True. Do better. All right, hockey puns. We're going to come up with hockey puns right now. What if it was like just called Let's Go Yayhawks and it was just a Blackhawks podcast? Okay, okay, okay. Let's see. Oh, Let's actually, see. if it says Yayhawks, people might think we're uh, Jayhawks yeah. uh, podcast. Let's yeah, see. Yeah, what's on the Jayhawks? Do you give a shit about them? The Kansas Jayhawks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't like root for them, but I, I, I watch a lot of their games during college basketball season. Oh, okay, cool. Makes sense. Let's see. Let's see. I don't know a lot about hockey. So that is why. That's my problem. There's literally just nothing. There's not many puns that you can slip yay into. Yeah. Oh. Like double yay is probably my proudest moment. Double yay is great. That's my proudest Very moment. Too bad, that, too bad that podcast lasted twelve episodes. <laughs> but Yay uh, I started a podcast. It was good. Not a pun, but a good name. Thanks, man. Thanks. EDA Love. That's probably the top of the mountaintop there. Um, yep. Fuck. Can you guys excuse me for just one moment? I need to go relieve myself. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. That's fine, man. You don't have to tell us when you need to jerk off. You can just do it right here. <laughs> I got to. No, I just have to take a tinkle. <clears throat> okay. Let's keep going, Nikki. I got to take a wee. Yay, puns for hockey. You know nothing about hockey. Try I to did. figure out. I did want to create, I, I did want to start a soccer podcast called Yay Semicolon a soccer podcast. <laughs> that's I like that. Yeah, that's what I was going to call. I like that. I, I mean, we don't know shit about hockey. I mean, I don't. No. I mean, hockey, I'm sorry, soccer for yay. No. no. Although I was really into soccer last year and I'm still watching it, so uh, Okay, nice. Yeah, I'm a trooper. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'm trying to think of other. I just don't know enough about hockey. I know nothing about hockey. I know the yeah. Blackhawks. I know Chelsea it's Dagger. Called, it's called the Stanley Cup. Oh, okay. Uh, Stan Yay Cup. Stan Yay Cup. Okay. That sounds like Kanye Cup. <laughs> that sounds like Cup. I, I think Stan is like what you would call a Kanye Stan. <laughs> That's true. Which I feel like it's weird that people are proudly calling themselves Stans. Because the mm. whole point of Stan is he's a crazy fan who kills himself. That's true. A famous person wouldn't pay attention to him. And that's what we like to call bad emotional behavior. <laughs> that is hashtag not healthy. That's true. That's a mental health issue there. That's not good. That's not good. Um, 
Well, shit. What have you been, what have you been up to? What do you, how do you think? Do you think Tad has like super white pee right now, or like yellow pee? Is it like really yellow? Do you think well, he's hydrated? He only drinks white claws now, so it's probably just like clear as day. That's true. Like, like Gatorade Zero. Yes. Gatorade, oh man. Gatorade Crystal. Gatorade Zero. Uh, I got, like, <clears throat> oh my is that God. weird? I, do you ever get like that? This kind of feels like a sports-related thing. And actually, please, if any listeners would like to, to chime in, I would love to fucking hear this. Do Do you like to just sometimes drink Gatorade or Powerade or some shit? Nope. No? Not anymore. I used to when I was a kid. Well, I used to when I was a kid, and then I didn't for years. And I had a Gatorade the other day because I was hungover. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing in the world. It's and I've juice. been craving Gatorade. It's amazing. Yeah, it's just juice. It's juice. I might have a Gatorade this this weekend, just so I don't feel too bad about it. I'll be like, it's the weekend, girl. Ooh, hashtag hot girl summer. <laughs> That's what I said. Though. Why do you think I'm drinking White Claws? I'm trying to lose weight. I'm also going to try some White Claws. Yeah. You haven't had a White Claw yet? I've never had a White Claw. Oh, my God, boy. Stop going to that Tiki bar and go to a basic bitch bar and get some fucking White Claws. Well, I was at a basic bitch comedy show the other day, and they had white claws, but then they also had PBRs. So I was like, I'll take one of those. I, then, I When you're on a budget, PBR makes more sense. Trust me. I went to a comedy show on Monday, and I was just like, ooh, I could get a $3 high life, or I could get a $6 vodka soda. I'm on a budget. High life it I is. Gonna have to going to have to give up on that diet today, because I am broke. Yep. Can't I, do that, it. Yeah. <laughs> no vodka sodas tonight. Not even mm-hmm. if it's six dollars. Don't care. Can't do it. No. Oh boy. Hey, I suck at stand-up comedy. That's all right. I do too. I'm not. I shouldn't say that. I'm pretty bad. I feel like everyone's bad, but there's just eventually you get less so. Well, I've been doing it for what two and a half months. Yeah, and I've been doing it. I've been doing comedy for six years. I'm still shit. Yeah, but you haven't done it consistently for six years. Not enough. Yeah, that's true. You haven't done it consistently for, I would say, all in all, you've done it for like a year and a half. Oh, no, no, no. Definitely more than that. Not, you have not been performing for more than a year and a half. I'll give you two years. I would take two and a half. All right, deal. And shake. For the that's listeners, how deals we, we just shook over a video. <laughs> we oh, both did man. the hand movement, movement like perfectly in sync, though. That was a beautiful improv moment. It was. It was. That was good object work. That was good. I'm getting better. Other hand was there. It was kind of like it was. Kinda, it was kind of like you were there, but you weren't there. Just like uh, the movie Six Man. <laughs> Joe, don't spoil it. Don't spoil <laughs> it. He's coming back right now. I don't know what he's like. We don't know that. True. Yes, we do. He's right here. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I went in there to pee and then I farted and was like, "Oh, gotta take a shit." <laughs> the amount of times that, that has happened to me. The amount of times. Sometimes, sometimes I just go in there and I'm like, ah, my butt feels kind of moist. I'm just gonna like clean it up a little bit. And then you do like one swab and you're like, "Oh, I stimulated the anus. Time to poop." No. <laughs> You are barely older than me. How are you like in 100% dad mode right now? I'm in terrible shape. Same. <laughs> I also have like, I have like, I have a girlfriend of three and a half years. 
like all my friends are in serious relationships. Like, I think this is just what happens. Like, you just, yes. you just like, fuck it, uh, dad mode. This is the only thing that I have that breaks up the monotony of my life. I go to work, I finish work, I come home, I watch Queer Eye, I pass out. Gay. I do it again. <laughs> Yeah, the show Harsh. is gay. Harsh. Harsh. Beautiful. It's merry and gay. That, that show, show is super gay, and I love it. I told a joke the other day at one of my sets. I'm like, I love Queer Eye. That's my shit. If you guys don't know what Queer Eye is, five gay guys, they travel to parts of rural Missouri to go visit a man who was nominated by his friends and family because he's a disaster, and they help him design his home and redecorate, and they help him with his wardrobe, and overall, they help him become a better gay man. Uh, <laughs> that's my shit. That's my like, shit. Also, like, if you don't know uh, what Queer Eye is, like, literally open up any sort of screen. The fuck? They're literally everywhere. I can, I, everywhere. Clearly, I need to rewrite that joke. <laughs> They're always there. I've seen them everywhere by now. Clearly. Two wrong, generations of it. wrong audience. All right. We've been talking for, like, half an hour. We have yet to introduce the podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and break the monotony here. Uh, I'm going to break the minutia. I'm going to I'm going to break the 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 I'm going to break the habit. I'm going to break the ceiling, the glass ceiling. Um, welcome to NBA, y'all. This is episode 101. We did it, guys. We surpassed 100. You guys thought because we hadn't recorded in three weeks that after 100 episodes we gave up. We just gave up. We're done. We, we almost did, but we're back, and here we are for episode. Like, you know 100. I was Plus too busy. This is the podcast. That tried to talk about NBA shit, and today we literally talked about Tad shitting. That's what. That's what happens. I mean, the podcast. I'll be honest with you. The reason that we haven't podcasted recently is because I've just been gone off them claws. This is true. He's been gone off them claws. I'm currently gone off them claws. Nikki never had a claw, not once. But um, uh, the strain I just smoked called Godzilla, and he had claws. Boo! Boo! That's why I say that shit. That's why I say that shit. Um, guys, it's been a couple weeks. It's been a couple weeks. Um, I am your co-host, Jay Keyless. Um, hasn't been here for a while, so let's go ahead and let him introduce himself. Uh, hey, sir, with the jewel and the and the and the collar shirt. Why don't you introduce yourself? What's up, y'all? It's Tad, your resident white co-host. <laughs> He's back. We hit our quota. Way to go, boys. <laughs> right. Token white guy. Oh, man. And hailing from Los Angeles, California, standing at five foot seven with a beard that is incomplete. <laughs> Introduce yourself, sir. Yo, what's up? My name is Nikki Keyless, a.k.a. Um, I don't know. Cool. Lost it. Couldn't think of one. Oh, Shit. boo. I am not proud of you. 100 episodes gave up. Uh, 101 now. So, I, yeah, oh. legally, I've got tenure. So, you fucking can't fire me, bitch. I'm good. I'm 100, I'm 100 episodes. I, you know, I'll be honest with you. I came out of the gate hot with the NBA player pun names. And um, I'll be honest with you. I wasted, I, I did, I would do multiple an episode yep. and I've, I've run out. Yep. Yep, that's not surprising. I'm that's I'm not the, I'm like the non-creative of the three of us. Like I'm just the I don't have it. Yeah, no, we knew that. 
<laughs> yeah, but if you also look at what I do, it's not really creative. It's just I throw it all out there, and then like going one for thirty is good enough for me. Yeah, Nikki's so. more of a quantity over quality guy. <laughs> Volume shooter. I'm like a hundred, I get a hundred yeah. out there, yeah. you know. So Nikki is no, essentially. You don't take. Nikki's the J.R. Smith. I was just about to say, yes. Nikki is the J.R. Smith of this podcast. Absolutely. Dude, hey. Also, you know, you you guys say that as a joke, but have you been seeing that thing? Carmelo Anthony has done it, but it like J.R. Smith's the one who kind of popularized it, where he does uh, the behind the back dribble as if he was going to go to the left, but then he does a spin move and shoots it in the middle of the spin. I'll send it to you guys if you haven't seen it. Bleacher Report's got it on there somewhere. I think the NBA is also posted on Instagram. Uh, I'll find it and I'll send it to you guys. Legitimately, what like I see that and I was just like, ooh, I'm gonna learn how to do that. So I started. I was just like pretend. I was like getting ready, just like getting the motions down, little dribble, turn, shoot. I'm I'm 100% Jr. Smith. I wanted to do the exact shot Jr. Smith did. <laughs> oh God! Sorry, listeners. Ted just showed us his chest hair. Still John. It is epic. It is epic. We are off the rails on this episode. You know what? This will be a fun game. Nikki is the J.R. Smith of this podcast. Tad, what is your NBA player comparison as a podcaster on this we podcast? Own. Kendrick Perkins. I show up. I put the work in. I go home. <laughs> Similar chest hair, too, I'm sure. Oh, oh, I have no doubt. Uh. Wow. I have a very similar kind of reasoning, but a different player. I was going to say Kirk Heinrich. Ooh, but Kirk. Is it because I'm white? Yeah. Of course. Why can't white players, why can't white people get You're black play, players? And, why can't black players get white people comparisons? Why? I mean, it's, it's way easier for it's black players. But here's the thing the black players that get white player comparisons, those are the guys who are like, ah, they're not that athletic. <laughs> That's just, and then they get white guy comparisons. White guys can never. Like the, the Josh McRoberts of this podcast. <laughs> Exactly. Now you get it. Now you get it. He was a lefty. He was white. He went to Duke. You know, things I love. All the above. All the above. My one for true, though. You're the JJ Reddick of this podcast. Oh. Okay. All right. Let's see. What am I? There's a part of me that says I want to. There's a part of me that feels like I'm like a Chris Paul type. Oh no, you don't. You don't annoy me enough to be Chris Paul. Be Chris okay, Paul. I'll take that. I'll You're take like that. the Mookie Blaylock of this podcast. <laughs> the Mookie Blaylock. I like his name. I'll he take. Used to be my cousin's favorite player way back in the day. Hard not to. <laughs> it's got a great name. It's got a great name. Uh, you like the uh, Earl? You like the Earl Boykins? Yes, I'll take it. Ooh, Earl Boykins, a good one. I was gonna say, I I've got this now. We said Mookie Blaylock. What's your all name team? Like, uh, with just like good name popeye jones that's a good oh, name the name team man you got to go with the, the whole team fine i got popeye jones i got poo jeter i got uh uh speedy claxton uh i got uh smush parker uh and then i've got fats waller done yeah i was like dude you can't leave out my man fats it's the greatest fats name in nba awesome. history those are all good names i think yeah those are all probably top notch <laughs> Speed class. I'm trying to think if there's anybody that I feel like you missed. I sent you guys that Reddit thread the other day. Yeah, that was so good. That guy, <laughs> yeah, dude, like how much amazing. how much Adderall was that guy on to put that whole thing together? That was a I don't know who it was. I wish I knew what his name was, but like that was amazing. So many names. 
I like, yeah, I, I, I like I the, the, the starting five of guys who sounded like they had rich person names, but also like were hood adjacent. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I'm pulling that up right now. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> like Corliss Williamson. Just like, the one, oh, shit. <laughs> the one that I really loved was uh, the and all NBA. I look exactly like my name sounds team. <laughs> Pablo Prigioni, <laughs> Popeye Jones, Slick Watts, Dirk Nowitzki, and Kelly Olynyk. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. That's so that's funny. Is too. Oh my god. Guys, let's get into it, shall we? It's been a while since we podcasted. We've got a couple quick topics that uh, we're gonna go over, and then we got a surprise for you, listeners. We got a surprise for you, but I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that until we get to that point. Couple quick reactions, guys. Rapid fire. We're gonna go through some NBA topics that have been happening, um, and then we're gonna get on to the the, the the big subject for today. So the first topic we're gonna talk about today: Zion Williamson announced that he is signing with Brand Jordan. He announced it. He's got the highest uh, salary for a rookie uh, for a shoe contract in NBA history. Not that shocking. Uh, when you guys find out that he was signing with Brand Jordan, initial thoughts. Let's hear him. Go ahead, Ted. Man, just a big clunky guy in them big clunky shoes. Like, <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I appreciate a good pair of Jordans. They're just not a good basketball shoe in this day and age. I just don't think. Like. Mm. He's gonna get. He's he's got to get like a signature shoe though. He's fuck. I mean, sure. he's gonna get one. I'm just like I don't know. I'm a big Adidas guy when it comes to my sneakers. Um, See, I'm a I'm an Adidas guy for sneakers, but when it comes to basketball shoes, Nike reigns supreme. Always and always. Me too. I love Nike. My last two pairs of basketball shoes have both been Adidas, and I've I've really liked them. Um, I, yeah. I mean, that's. I, I don't know. Like I I mean I think it, it makes sense. Like. Jordan brand signs like most of the premier guys in the league. I mean, obviously LeBron never going to be a Jordan guy, but that's because like he's got his own thing with like the LeBron. I mean, like he kind of sure. wanted to do his own thing, but I mean, Jordan brand's got like Chris Paul. It's got Russell Westbrook. Um, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is a Jordan like guy. Yeah. Is James Harden a, a Jordan guy? Adidas. He's, Adidas. He's that's right. Jordan. I thought he was Adidas. Yeah. I, just, I wouldn't say like, Jordan has Jordan Brand has the smallest roster, but their their roster packs the biggest punch for sure. Like their roster is strong. I would agree with that. You have and for a while they lost Kawhi. I mean they lost Kawhi recently, but for a while they had Kawhi. They got Jimmy, Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, Maya Moore. (laughs) I mean, come on, the list goes on and on. Mello. Now they got Zion. They got Russ. They got all these guys. They're killing it. I'm pulling, I'm pulling it up right now to see. They got Carmelo Anthony. I mean, that doesn't really count anymore. Uh, they got – Oh, and DJ, they got Kemba. They, I, was, I was getting to that. Nice. They got DJ Augustine. Oh, shit. They got uh, Bismack Biombo. Get him. Dwayne Bacon. I don't even know who that is. Uh, Asia Durr. I assume that's a chick. Yes, <laughs> New York Liberty. Jimmy Butler. Uh, Blake Griffin. Yep. Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Oh, that's right. Rui Hachimura. Uh, <laughs> Maya Moore. Kia Nurse. Chris Paul. Jabari Parker. That's the other one. Your boy Otto Porter Jr. Oh, and they just signed fucking um, um, Jason Tatum. They just signed I was him. just about to say Jason Tatum. Just. Oh. Oh, weird. They just signed him. <laughs> Kemba. 
Grant Williams, your two token white guys, Mo Wagner and Cody Zeller. Let's get it. Russell Westbrook and, and now Zion. Love it. Yeah, small uh, roster, but hard hidden. It's a pretty good roster. I Fun mean, Nike fact, still reign supreme, but I mentioned Kid Gilchrist. I, I read this thing about him the other day that he watches The Lion King once a week because he used to watch it with his dad every day until he was three years old. And then his dad died. Um, and then also, like, shortly thereafter, his uncle was murdered. And his uncle's last name was Kid. So he changed his name to Michael Kid Gilchrist. Like, his last name is just – it should just be Michael Gilchrist. But he changed it to Kid Gilchrist yeah. to, to honor his, his uncle, who was like a – a pseudo father figure for him after his father died. That's cool. I, I thought it was, it's terribly yeah. sad, but it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a touching heartwarming story. I think. That's cool. Nikki, what did you think about the Zion signing? Uh, I thought that was a hundred million, right? Uh, 70 yeah. over seven years, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, I think it might be over five years. Oh, okay. He well, he doesn't have the most lucrative contract. Of all rookies ever, because like I think LeBron signed a ninety million dollar contract, but yeah. his is the largest per year contract of any rookie. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Uh, uh, yeah, it's pretty great for what was it, Julius Randle who can dunk? Yeah, Anis Cantor. Julius Randle with hops. Yeah, <laughs> Julius Randle with hops. That's what it was. <laughs> what did Julius yeah. Randle say? He's like, hey, hold on, big fella. <laughs> I dunked. Hey, I think he didn't. I score forty two on you. <laughs> like that. He was like, you can't talk. I scored like forty on you. The only thing that I thought immediately when I saw the sign was like, good for Brand Jordan because like their premier all-star players are aging out. Yep. And they needed they needed a new fresh guy. Like yeah. awesome that they got Jason Tatum. But if you look at the rest of that roster, and obviously they have Russell Westbrook, but like <clears throat> all those guys are starting to age out. So there's that. Uh speaking of Russell Westbrook, we didn't get a chance to talk about it as a as a group. I think I did a solo a solo introduction to that because it happened after we recorded our 100th episode. Uh, Russell Westbrook on the Rockets thoughts, Tad, Nikki, what do you got? I don't know. I was like, I was like kind of like a little hesitant about it at first. I was like, I don't know if that like really makes him better. And then I watched this, like this montage clip that somebody put together of like him and James Harden, like playing together in like all-star games, like throwing alley-oops and shit to each other. And I was like, this is going to be dope. Right. So, uh, does it make the Rockets better? I don't know, but it's going to be entertaining as hell to watch. It's going to be fun to watch them yank the ball out of each other's hands at half court with five seconds on the game clock. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, it's an, it's an interesting fit to say the least. Yeah. It's, um, what I what I said I did a I did a kind of a solo podcast for listeners who missed an episode hundred I did a, a quick kind of um, interruption to the previously scheduled episode because the trade happened the night before I edited the episode. Um, I, I get it. If if Chris Paul's causing problems, you bring in a guy who is an MVP candidate year after year, who is one of the most electrifying players in the NBA. My only issue with it is like now you have two guys who stand around when they don't have the ball and Russell Westbrook who shot 29% from three point field or from, from three point range last year. It's, um, it's an odd fit. Like it's an odd fit. Um, but I'm excited to see what happens. Like I'm really excited to see what happens. Like shout out to Daryl Morey. Cause like that motherfucker just like does not quit every year. He's like the Rockets are in every trade. 
They are their and names are thrown in every single trade. Damn, Presti, did you see all those picks he's got now? Oh my Ooh. god, dude! They load, dude. They got they've they've got picks until two thousand twenty six, dude. It's crazy. First round like, picks. Yeah, all first round. It's crazy. That was a big ass haul for Russell Westbrook too. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like uh, I legit, honestly forgot that they were teammates in Oklahoma City. Like James James Harden is so synonymous with the Rockets now that like. Right. I kind of forgot that James Harden came onto that team and they already had Russell Westbrook, who was yeah. playing really well. Like, I, I've legitimately forgotten that. Well, and he was like their sixth man and shit. So it's just like, holy yep. shit. Like, how, what, what a, what a, yeah. Uh, Nikki, thoughts? How do you think that, uh, that, that team? Um, well, gets- like, I mean, I think it'll be fun to see them play, but what do you think? They're like the fifth best duo right now, right? Uh, like, they're the star duos. Cause we got AD and LeBron. That's probably number one. Right. That's probably number one. Probably claw, the the claw and uh, PG. Yeah, it's probably number two. I think Steph and D'Angelo will work. And yeah, if not, it, it would be it Steph and Clay normally, but normally. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Um, of other duos that are now in the league, like well, he's, still, he's still got Ben Simmons and Joella. Yeah. You've got. Um, I mean. Obviously, KD's out next season, but KD and Kyrie. That would be a good, yeah, that would be a better duo. Um, that wouldn't matter next year, but. Yeah, and then you've got, I mean, yeah, they're definitely top three duos in the NBA. I love that the, the NBA is moving to a point now where, like, we've got a lot of duos and less trios. I, yeah, I enjoy that a lot. It's how um, it's meant to be. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, and that's how it should be. It's, it's, it's just equal equal parts talent across the NBA, um, which is all good, which is all good. Um, Cool. Well, I mean, the West, the West is just absolutely loaded now again. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Perfectly perfectly balanced. Change things up a little bit. Um, Did you guys hear that uh, Jeremy Lin is sad, guys? He's sad. I'm sad. He won a championship ring. He's at the top of the mountain. And then he realized, like, I don't think they want me anymore. He was doing a speech. Um, I think he was in China somewhere. And he was just like, yeah, this free agency period has been tough for me. Nobody's really calling. And it uh, feels like the NBA has given up on me. And um, I wanted to ask you guys, are you guys on Jeremy Lin's side? Or uh, do you think he's being a crybaby? No, I mean, I, I get it. Like a lot of people that I saw were talking about it and were like, yo, like you've made 95 million or some shit, like over the course of his NBA career, like he's got all this money and you know, it's fine. But at the same time, the guy like wants to compete and that's tough. I mean, like the thing, it it astounds me that they're bitching about this. And then, you know, then people talk about other guys, like, you know, probably better like players that retire and they're like, yeah, you know, it's so hard for them to walk away from the game. And then they're like, they're like shitting on Jeremy Lin for being like, yo, I'm depressed that I can't play like professional, uh, like nobody wants me to play professional basketball. And it's like, that's his dream is the thing he's worked at his entire life. Like shit. Yeah. You're going to be sad and, and depressed about it. I don't care how much fucking money you have in the bank. So. Yeah. I heard an interesting take on it today and I hadn't even thought about this, but at, at the point that he's in his career now, he's pretty much only a backup point guard. And the number one thing when you are a backup point guard is durability and it's not Jeremy Lin's strong suit. He has been injured for large parts of many of the last three or four seasons of his career. 
And you don't sign a backup point guard who has the potential of playing less than your starting point guard. You right. sign a backup point guard who, in case your number one goes down, you have a guy. And he just has never been very durable, at least especially not over the last couple of seasons. So it's it's unfortunate. But also, like, it's just one of those things where it's like, sometimes you ended on your terms and sometimes the NBA just ended on your terms, like uh, on their terms. Like they just, they choose to surpass you because for whatever reason, I mean, Jeremy Lin's still a serviceable player. He was really good in Atlanta, but also like, what was Atlanta playing for? Once he got to Toronto, he didn't play. He's just not a serviceable basketball player anymore. Yeah. Still sad though. Sure. But to Tad's point, like, and shit like that. That's how it sucks. That's I, I, I understand that from like a competitive nature and from just like a love of the game nature, like, it's sad to feel like they're – I don't feel like I'm ready to go. They are telling me that it's time to go. That's sad. That guy, when he finally does end it and looks at his career, has one of the most memorable and storied NBA careers of all time, arguably. Yeah. I mean, Linsanity is something that will live in infamy forever, forever. And like – Sure. You don't want to get to the point where they're like, hey, you know, we're gonna, uh, this is going to get morbid. Like, you don't want to be the, the fucking horse that they're like, ah, you're not that fast anymore. So we're just going to take you out and back and uh, we're going to we're going to shoot you because uh, you're, you're useless to us now. Like, you don't want to get to that point in your NBA career, but like it could be worse. You could be Allen Iverson or Carmelo Anthony and leave in a way that's like super embarrassing and just like is bad for your career. Um, yeah. You could be the delusional NBA player who's just like thinks he's still an NBA starter, and and that gets really really ugly. Like it's unfortunate, but if this is how it has to end, like yo, I, I think it was closer to like sixty million, but still, like you have done incredible work, and like there are there are plenty of opportunities that are going to be there for you when you leave. You are Harvard educated. You are a longtime NBA veteran. You are a champion. Uh, there will be many opportunities for you to get back out there and, yeah. and be associated with the game. Um, them's is you my thoughts. Like two years, you can just freaking do what uh, Tim Duncan did. Assistant coach, that, baby. Somebody will hire. Somebody will hire no. Jeremy Lin for either a front office position or some sort of coaching position. I could definitely yeah. see him in a front office position. Um, yeah, the dude's just like he's he's yeah. It's it's a, a great career. If it ends, it ends. Um, but yeah, to Tad's point, I get it. I get it. Um, that being said, uh, Carmelo Anthony's trainer came out last week and said that uh, Carmelo Anthony is still better than 70% of the players in the NBA, guys. False. Do you False. buy it? False. <laughs> False. False. I saw a report today that said that the Knicks were planning on bringing him back if they could sign two free agents. But uh, I, I wonder who could have linked that. Who could have leaked that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Shams, Shams reported it, so. It's gotta be legit. It's gotta be. Yeah, because <laughs> Dolan's like, I'll fucking take it back. We can, we can win it. His agent was uh, like, Who the hell is it believable enough that he would say, Oh, the Knicks again? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the Knicks were gonna like the Knicks were gonna bring him back if they signed some marquee players. So, I mean, clearly, like he's still got some left in the tank. So, who wants him? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, I mean, I think it's sad too, but like it, like what Jay was saying too, like it's like the same should happen with Allen Iverson, and like, uh, it might it might be happening to no, I think J.R. Smith is still good. Has he gotten signed yet or no? Yeah, he signed with Milwaukee, right? 
No, no, no. Kyle Korver did. Hmm. Korver signed with Milwaukee. I thought they were both set to sign with him, but now that you say that, I think. Uh, oh, they're both set to sign. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I would. I, hey, if I'm the J.R. Smith of the podcast, I have no problem having J.R. Smith on the books. No, he has. He has not gotten signed yet. Okay. I'd really okay. But now that's in my head. And now if we could speak that into existence, I'd be very happy. Is this the course, the curse of the New York Knicks? Because Lynn, Anthony, and J.R. Smith were all on that team together, and none of them yep. are signed now. Actually, that team had a lot of players that, uh, like, kind of, like Amari Stoudemire. Didn't he try to do, like, a workout the other day for a, an actual NBA team again? Because he was like, I think I got one more year in me. I hope not. That guy's washed. Did you guys see yeah. that Carlos that Carlos Boozer got cut from his uh, big three team? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. See the kicker. I saw an ad on Instagram today for the Chicago big three event, and Carlos Boozer is like stamped right on the poster. And I was just like, guys, it's probably him cut. and in it, right? No, it's just him by himself. <laughs> That's the worst part. And it says Chicago on his jersey. He's like, bro, you got cut from a big three team. That is. That is what's worse than rock bottom. You're in hell. You're yeah. in hell. But that's wild because um, he's like an all-star, gold medalist, like so many things. Basket. I'm never gonna forget that. Also, so many things. Fun fact: you were right about Amari Stoudemire. He worked out for five teams in a private workout yeah. with Monte Ellis. Interesting. Yeah, Monte Ellis too. But like, I we how just, old just, is Monte Ellis? I I don't know. Thirty-two. It's probably. I'm guessing guess. thirty-two. Is that a good guess? 33. 33? It'll be 34 in October. Hmm. But yeah, like the the Knicks have like like Jeremy Lin, J.R. Smith, Carmelo Anthony, Amari Stoudemire, like all those guys on that one team and all of them like kind of fell out of the league, not on their own terms. J.R. Smith still has a chance to come back because again, I think J.R. Smith can still play, but I somebody will sign him. Somebody will sign him. I can't say the same for Carmelo. Um, last thing I want to talk about Monte Ellis. Yeah, maybe. Uh, last thing I want to talk about before we move on to the big topic for today. Um, LeBron got a lot of heat this week. Um, because there were videos surfacing of him at his son's game celebrating like crazy and running onto the court to celebrate like crazy and jumping in the crip line and throwing balls off the back board and dunking it during uh pregame layups um also i'm just gonna go off on a tangent here for a second uh listen lebron i get it you love tacos you love tuesdays you love taco tuesdays it's fine it's cool it's corny but you gotta stop using this fake mexican accent it's so offensive you gotta stop lebron you got Taco Tuesdays. I'm done with it. I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't know if I'm by myself on this, but good Lord, LeBron. I've never disliked you more than Taco Tuesdays. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Fuck your beautiful family. I'm so sick of these fucking Taco Tuesday videos. I'm sorry. It's driving me nuts. So aggressive. I'm sorry. He did it I mean, again I'm- yesterday. Yeah, he's probably going to do him every fucking day until he goes into darkness mode. When oh. else. <laughs> I like the way you said that. Do it again. Dark. 
going to darkness. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Uh, yeah, my favorite he, thing is like when like he's like the he's like zero dark twenty three or whatever activated, and then like you see him like uh, you see him like randomly like liking photos on Instagram, and it's like bruh. guys, guys, he he is clearly going off of social media. That doesn't say anything about his social media team. Come on, guys. <laughs> Act like you understand how social media works. But it's always him like liking photos of like Instagram models. Yeah, that's on brand. You clearly don't understand how this works, Dad. <laughs> it's embarrassing. I'm an idiot. He's it's on brand. Um that being said, do you guys think that LeBron is being a little too much in uh in these games where he's watching his son? Do I think he what? Is he being too much? Is he being so? The argument being made is that he is making these games about himself. And I ask you, is that true? To some degree, yeah, probably. I think LeBron's got a little NPD, um, but that's narcissistic personality disorder for those of you um, keeping score at home. Um, I think he's probably got a little bit of it. Granted, I'm being an armchair psychologist right now, and I, you know, don't want to pretend that I'm something I'm not. But, of course, um, you're clearly in an armchair. I am. I am in an armchair. That is a fact. <laughs> this is my computer chair. It's an armchair. Oh, I live in luxury. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, to some degree, yeah. But also, though, like to me, like a part of it, like LeBron didn't have a dad, you know, and so like he's like wants to be there and like celebrate for his son and his son's team and that kind of thing. And like at the same time, like the kids on the team clearly love it and clearly enjoy it. Um, Like you can tell by their reactions and stuff like, dude, it's cool as hell. Like you're like, you've got the best basketball player on the planet watching all of your games. He's celebrating for you. He celebrates the big plays, even when it isn't just his kid. Um, So here's the thing. If like my, like if this is my dad, like, it's fucking whack, dude. But like, it's LeBron, so like, right? Who can, like, I mean, you know, like, no, I can't stop thinking about your dad dunking. <laughs> my, my dad is five foot eight. He is not dunking. I just imagine oh, doing like, God, oh, I love it. Like, it's sort of like hammering the one that he does every once in a while. It's like, bam! Oh, oh that's so like, good. Oh. That's so oh, funny. This is what I just thought of, uh, <laughs> Dad. Your mom is the Dwayne Wade part. Throwing out the alley oop with the hands up in the air, <laughs> and that is is LeBron James coming in for the dunk. Oh god! Oh, I'm gonna shit. Photoshop that picture. Do it. Ah, it could be it. the new. It could be the new NBA logo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I agree with Tad. I think people are overreacting. He's a proud father, and yes, sure, is he a bit of an attention whore? Yeah, but also everybody wants to see him dunk. He's not yeah. doing it for us. He's doing it for the kids and the fans and the stage. They're like, oh, my God, that's LeBron. Holy shit, did you see that dunk? That's so cool. They're going to go home and be like, holy shit, mom and dad, guess who I saw today? It was fucking LeBron James, and he dunked. And they're going to be like, you're so full of shit. It's like, no, I, I swear to God. It's on I Instagram. Hope, I would hope the parents would be like, yeah, I know. I was there because, like, Oh, you, like clear, you clearly have never coached AAU basketball, my friend. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah. Two no, parents know, show up. You know yeah, what? Like, Here's what I will so. say. One parent who always showed up when I was coaching, he gets a lot of flack because people feel like he's a bad NBA referee. But you know what? He's a good dad. Oh, Mark God. Davis. Mark Davis, you're a good dad, dude. You're a good dad. You're a good guy. 
Thank you for showing up and taking score that one time, but then you got kicked out. Why'd you do that, Mark? I had to, I had to fucking take score by myself and coach 15-year-old kids. You know how hard that is? I was trying to keep score and coach kids from the scores table. It's just impossible. You embarrass me, Mark Davis. Damn you. Oh, Wait, God. So no Mark Davis? What the hell's going on here? Mark Davis, who is the head of the Referees Commission, uh, in the NBA, for those who don't know, I coached his son in AAU basketball for about a year no, and a half. No, you're explaining it. Already. I'm explaining it to the listeners. Are you are you pro or against him? Uh, I am pro Mark Davis as a father. I am anti Mark Davis as a referee. <laughs> also, as a scorekeeper, you're a bad scorekeeper. You got too involved in the game, and you argue, you argued with the referee, and you fucking big timed him. And you put me in a bad situation, Mark. You knew I needed your help, you son of a bitch, hey, dude. You can big time him. You're an NBA referee. I if you're it, an, but the I only person, him. the only person ever allowed to big time an NBA or a, a youth league referee is. An NBA referee. He he big timed him. Literally the lead of the referees. He's like, no, I literally run the referees. <laughs> like my territory. Like, dude, I have refereed the NBA finals for the last 10 Don't years. Mess with I, this. That is not a charge. Does not a charge. I legit I thought you were gonna say Tony Brothers. I no. for whatever reason <laughs> thought that's where we were going. Tony Brothers would have been amazing. I don't know that dude. Which but one? I do know Mark Davis. I don't know Tony Brothers. I know Mark Davis. I saw him on the train here today. Do you like have a conversation with Mark Davis? Yeah. Oh, often. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. I saw him on the train a couple weeks ago. I was just like, hey, man, how's your son doing? Good dude. He's in great shape. It's fucking weird that you're asking about a man's son. (laughs) I coached his son. I coached his son. All right, let's move on to the big topic for today, guys. Listeners, we got a special treat for you. The three of us got together, and we're like, you know what? There's not a lot of shit going on, although we've been recording for about an hour now, so that can be argued. But we decided we're going to have some fun this week. And uh, we decided we're going to review a basketball movie. We've talked about this in the past, never did it before. Here's the first time. Depending on how it goes, maybe we'll do it again. This I don't week's- care how this goes, we're doing it again. <laughs> I have plenty of ideas. Um, this week's basketball movie of choice. Wait, you're cutting is, off Nikki. Oh, sorry. What were you saying, Nikki? Oh, I already have my next suggestion for our next movie. I'm ready to go. Oh, I've got like four or five. Um, guys and listeners, this week's basketball movie of choice is the 1997 classic, The Sixth Man. <laughs> Starring Marlon Wayans <laughs> and Kadeem Hardison. Uh, uh, guys, did we all watch the movie? Yeah, yes. I own it. <laughs> I know you own it. You, that's you why really? you suggested it, you son of a bitch. He was like, yes, we got to no, do this. No, I actually suggested it because I hadn't seen it in so long. And I was randomly thinking about it the other day. And I like Wikipedia searched searched it. And oh, I, I just, like I had been thinking about it and then you brought this up and then I was immediately like six man. So for the listeners Dude, who are unfamiliar, I'm sorry, Nikki, what were you saying? I forgot. I, like I had forgotten, like as soon as I started watching it, it all kind of just flooded back to me. Oh, like, crazy, man. Just you know, 
oh my god but like legit when at first i was like what the fuck is six man and i was like why the fuck is marlon wayans in a basketball movie and he has a oh, brother is so it his actual brother what the fuck is going on so a couple things there to your point number one this is a movie that for whatever reason has stuck with me throughout the years like i saw it in my in my youth and i've i've thought about it I'm honestly probably on a bi-weekly basis for the last 16 years. <laughs> I'm so glad we did this. So, and I, I honestly had forgotten that it wasn't two Wayans brothers. <clears throat> no, it was not. <clears throat> it was not. It was Kadeem Cardison Car- or Cardison, Cardis Cardison. I don't remember. Guys, for the listeners, if you're unfamiliar with this movie or maybe you forgot about it, let me, let me tell you. Uh, the Sixth Man, here's a summary. Antoine and Kenny Tyler are NCAA collegiate basketball players, and Antoine is the star of the team. Suddenly, Antoine dies of a heart attack, and Kenny has to fill his shoes as leader of the team. Sometime later, Antoine returns as a ghost and helps Kenny in a game and in life, but Kenny changes in the process and doesn't quite like it. And that is the summary of the movie, according to IMDb. Rotten Tomatoes said, and I quote, <laughs> Marlon Wayans scores as a basketball player who shoots for victory with help from his ghostly brother in the supernatural comedy that's drama. Not the, that's not the tagline. That's not the tagline. Is that the tagline? <laughs> After no. dying of a heart attack, Antoine returns to propel, propel his brother to the NCAA championships. What what um, what was the percentage that I gave it? Oh, great question. Are you guys ready for this? Okay, so Rotten Tomatoes gave the six man a twenty three percent on their tomato meter, and IMDb rates it a five point seven out of ten. Yeah, um, it should be noticed that IMDb is a a watcher score, um, and also. Uh, 93% of Google users liked this movie. <laughs> oh, God. Thanks, oh, boy. I mean, this, this tagline that I'm reading from Google, brothers Kenny, Marlon Wayans, and Antoine Tyler, Kadeem Hardison, have always wanted to be basketball heroes, standing out as child athletes and now as college players at the University of Washington. But tragedy strikes during a game when Kenny, the superstar of the family, no, Kenny doesn't die. Wait, I thought is Marlon Wayans a dead one? No, Anton no. Anton dies. Kadeem yeah, dies. that's that's what I thought. But this says when Kenny the Super Bowl, fuck it, this is terrible. It forces Antoine to become the leader on the court. I'm like, no, oh, I'm reading this is that's wrong. Terrible. Yeah, I don't even want to finish reading the stops, so I'm not gonna. This movie did make money. It did make money. Uh, I, it it outgrossed its <laughs> budget. It did. I'll tell. So the for the listeners, the budget for this movie was eleven million estimated. Uh, in its opening weekend, it made about four point one million, and it grossed fourteen point seven million dollars total in the USA. Uh, there's no way this movie made it to China. Uh, <laughs> it, um, guys, I I had not seen this movie in a really long time, and like Nikki said. I had forgotten much of it, but then it quickly just rushed back into my memory. I was like, oh, this is the scene when this. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, I, reactions. I, I, Let's get into it. Well, okay. First of all, I rented this movie. This movie fuck. What? It, this no. movie's 90s as fuck. Oh, for sure. It's so 90s. 
Yeah, I remember renting this movie as a kid with my cousin. Um, he was the one that told me about it. We used to, when I used to go stay with him, um, you know, for like a weekend or whatever, like we would always go to Blockbuster, RIP, and uh, like rent movies. And he like was really into movies and he would always like have, find these like obscure movies. And we were like 12 or 13 and he, we, we rented this. And I like, I, I, I also own the movie, uh, <laughs> admittedly. Um, uh, I purchased it a, a long, long time ago um, <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a young boy. Um, I, I don't know that I ever watched the movie again after purchasing it. Um, <laughs> this having, how it goes. having said that, much similar to you guys, as I watched the film, I was like, oh, dude, yes, this part. Uh, it, honestly, it is a... It is astounding. Like it is just, it is a quintessential late nineties tug at your heartstrings, feel good basketball movie. <laughs> I, I am not proud to admit this when his brother died and they were like, and, and Marlon Wayne started crying and then they were doing like the, the line where they like raise his Jersey into the drafters into the rafters. I kind of started searing up a little bit. It's I'm sad. not, I'm not it, it, proud of it. No, because there not. was good sort of dramatic beats in the movie. Sure. Gonna, overall, it's not a good movie, but most, like, I disagree. <laughs> you can all disagree all you want, uh, but like, I know what I'm seeing. I love, I love that like the movie started. There are these two kids. And they're playing basketball against the all-white team. And one of the kids goes up for a layup. And little Anton comes. And not only does he block the shot, he blocks the shot so hard that it goes through the gymnasium window, smashes the window, and goes out onto the street. It goes yeah, out a, onto the street. It's incredible. That's For my money, it doesn't get better. <laughs> The strength, it was, it was a la the natural. Like, it was that level of like, holy shit, this is a basketball god, and he's nine. It was well, incredible. It was, setting, it, was setting you, it was setting you up. It was like, just to let you guys know, this movie will be otherworldly. That's- <laughs> uh, this oh, my died. God. He straight up fucking dies in this movie. Here's, here's what I'll say. Um, uh, <laughs> it is, to your point, Nikki, an incredibly 90s movie. The soundtrack is very 90s. Um, yeah. they, op- they open it with like a weird R&B version of Superstitious, which is like, like you know, Superstition's great. Don't just use that. It's a much better song. I'm assuming it was more expensive uh, <laughs> to get that than fucking oh, sure. uh, whatever bullshit Superstition they came up with. Um, I I try not to be the guy who's like, Mm, this is not how basketball works. Like this is not how you get into the tournament. But uh, if you guys recall, they're in the Pac-12. They played for the Washington Huskies. Correct. Both both accurate things. That's cool. They played against UCLA and Arizona. Both accurate. Both play in the Pac. Now is the Pac-10. Back then was the Pac-12. Totally fine. And that's accurate. Um, they were uh, falling down, and the game that clinched their ability to get to the tournament was they needed to win it so they could clinch third place in the Pac-12, and that got them into the tournament. That is just not how college basketball works at all, no. just not even a little bit. Now, the reality is the number three seed in, or the number three overall team in the Pac-12 is probably going to go to the tournament. I don't, However, I admit the number, I don't think the Pac-12 got three teams in this year. 
that's a fair point. Depends on the year. Depends on the year. But in this case, but no, uh, you're, you're not wrong. I didn't. I didn't love that. It's just like they made it seem like this like make or break playoff game when really it was just like an end of the season game. Um, <laughs> did you guys know there there are actually many uh, former collegiate basketball players in this movie? Yeah, Dick Vitale is in the movie. Yeah, I wrote that down. <laughs> All caps. Dickie B, baby. Dickie like, B's oh, in shit. it. But for the listeners, um, current St. Louis University head coach and former Kentucky Wildcat, Travis Ford, played uh, – I'm forgetting his name, but I'm going to pull it up. He played the little white guy, Danny O'Grady, who, by the grace of the ghost god that is Anton, dunks from half court. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's ridiculous. He uh, was actually, I like movie. to that scene real quick. That scene, more than once it happens in the movie, uh, but that scene, I was just like, boy, right off the back. They give him the basketball, and they're like, all right, go ahead, go for it. And they say this exact line. I'm so sorry. I got to pull it up. The line was, come on, white man, jump. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's an all-time line. That's one of the most iconic lines in cinema. It's It's right behind here. Where they reference another movie. (laughs) Who doesn't love a classic line where they just reference a better movie of the same genre? That's fair. A better movie. And then when uh, in the movie uh, towards uh, the first, like the first game that he's there, the dead brother's there, uh, he does like a sort of a Looney Tunes trick where he blows up. Oh, yeah. Stuff. And it looks just like uh, when they like mess with uh, Michael Jordan's body in Space Jam. <laughs> the exact same kind of graphics. <laughs> but, I mean, because they came out a year apart, so it makes sense. But it's just like so weird seeing. It. I was like, oh, two arguably better basketball. I think Space Jam is better. Oh god. I mean, yeah, Space Jam is infinitely better. It's Looney Tunes and Michael Jordan. Like, what? What more do you? I mean, for my money, it doesn't get better um, <laughs> than that. But like, we're not talking about Space Jam. We're talking about the Sixth Man. That's um, and uh, yeah, so I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, as we were. Um, as we were getting pre- prepared to to record this podcast, uh, I was walking home with Lauren, and I uh, regaled her with uh, the plot of this movie. Uh, I, I I explained the literally uh, the the whole thing, um, and and then at the end, I was like, and then at the end of the game, uh, spoiler alert for those of you who may want to see this movie now, given our glowing review of it, um, at the end of the game. I'm like, he, he gets the ball for a last second shot, but some context here at the beginning of the movie, he gets the ball to shoot the last shot, but he's afraid to shoot it. So he passed it to his brother and Lauren's like, wait, hold on. The ghost brother gets the ball to shoot it or the, 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 the alive brother. I'm like the alive brother. And she's like, and I'm like, and then in the early game, he passed it to uh, the brother who's dead now, but the guy missed it. He missed the shot um, because uh, he he missed the shot because he was it was contested and there was no time left. Um, but in now at this point at this juncture, he tells his ghost brother that he's gonna he's gonna shoot it and make it, and he does make it. And I I, I feel like it's sort of ambiguous because like do we know that he really made it with no help from Antoine? Because at the end he says A and K all the way when he gets asked who took the shot, right? And it's like uh, with um, A and K all the way, man. I mean, that is so good. That's a quality. So good. It's a good. I mean, that might be the title of. The here's episode. here's the thing though. A and K all the way. 
great. When he comes back from the dead in the locker room, they add a tag onto it, which is unnecessary. He's like, well, they a, he go, Marlon Wayne goes, A and K all the way, NCAA. <laughs> it's just like, uh, that's unnecessary. It was so perfect as it was. You ruined it. You added too much to the joke. You added too much. You added too much. And you What's made better, A and K all the way or shake and bake? Definitely A and K all the way. I couldn't <laughs> agree more. <laughs> Sorry, Will Ferrell. You know how much I love you. Um, <laughs> good lord. Quick, um, the other day, I'm so sorry. The other day, I've got this thing called Pluto TV, which has got just a bunch of random channels, and it's like it's like kind of like just whatever cable, but it's all real specific shit. This is how specific it is. One of the channels I was just scrolling through, it said funny. It, it, I would think it was 4K funny or something like that. So it's like funny videos in very good quality. Uh, and it was a half hour episode called The Best of Will Ferrell. So I thought it was going to be something like the SNL version, right? Click that shit, thinking I'm going to watch the best of Will Ferrell on SNL. It is literally just the punchline of some of his most famous bits. <laughs> so it's really like, it's literally just like him screaming, shake and bike. And then it cuts to, mom, the meatloaf. And then it cuts to like something else. And then it oh, cuts awful. to like, I don't know what to do with my hands. And then it just, and I was like, who the fuck edited this? It was terrible. It sounds incredible. <sighs> Um, guys, I think it's worth mentioning because I think I totally forgot this. I don't know about you guys, but um, the assistant coach for the Washington Huskies in six man is none other <laughs> than Kevin Lee from Salute Your Shorts, Camp Anawana, the 1990s <laughs> Nickelodeon hit yeah. television show. Oh I completely God. spaced on that. And then I was like, yo, I fucking know that guy. He used to have suntan lotion on his nose. That was homeboy from <laughs> Salute Your Shorts. I was wondering why he looked so familiar. I was like, man, that guy. And, that, and then that also attributes to how fucking 90s this movie is. Oh, my God. Also, I feel like we have talked for too long about this movie without me mentioning these two things. One, the, what's the name of the dead brother? Antoine. Anton. A Anton? Anton or Antoine, the dead brother, is a fucking dick. He sucks. <laughs> Fucking sucks. <laughs> He's so rude and mean. Yeah. And man, how would you be if you were a first future lottery pick and your your time was cut short? I would be like and then, Jeremy Lynn. Not only, not only were you a future lottery pick and your life was cut short, but then but then you have to watch this bum ass team that you were carrying and your bum ass brother. Do shit. Do shit. And you have to come from heaven. <laughs> we assume. And but yeah, we assume. <laughs> we yeah, do that, assume. That thing later, no, the beginning of that movie laid it on thick. That entire the dad was in heaven, the kid went up to heaven, and the dad was like, now nah, you gotta go back down because you know you're the better basketball player. Oh shit. Like God was like, hey guys, be what cool. I'm saying, man. Like, you'd be pissed too if you were dragging this bum ass team to the fucking NCAA tournament. <laughs> I understand that. But like, oh, that's and then, and then the team making his brother look like a fucking psychopath in the middle of the day in front of like hundreds of people. Like, that was like the whole bits, the whole movie. And I was like, why the fuck would you, his, your, your brother would be sent to the fucking mental institution. He even says that at one point in the movie. He's like, if I end up in some sort of mental institution, he was like, I'm going to kick your ass. And he was like, that's fine. And I'm like, no, that's not fine. 
Daddy, you can't kick your ass. But oh, that, here's the thing. And then they have the audacity to basically tell him to fuck off. Like, we don't need you. And it's like, yes, you do. You but then, suck. Yeah, at the end, they ended up beating the number one seed in the entire tournament without him. So they proved that they didn't need him. We don't, know, we don't know that we don't know that he didn't make he didn't help make that last shot. But we can't he say said, for certain. He said, he no, Ton, let it go. And then he disappeared. He, he understood. It happened. He died. That being said, <laughs> hey, real quick, what if what if there's like an alternate ending and he fucking missed that shot? Oh missed it. God. Um Honestly, would have been a, honestly might have made the the movie better. Might have made it better, like like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be better for my brother, not because of him. And then uh, nope, you definitely needed him. <laughs> also, Damn. I wanna I wanna pick a nit. Um, the <laughs> the the reporter lady girlfriend RC, um, she's watching the video of the game. So for the listeners who are unfamiliar, um. Marlon Wayans' love interest is a reporter for the Washington Huskies, and she reports on the games from ER. Correct, and yes, correct. Her, her boss is like, "Hey, man, um, you should uh, you should go get closer to Marlon Wayans' character so you can get a good story." Smarmy, not into that. Um, she's watching the clip of this video, and all of a sudden has this advanced uh, video technology that probably didn't even exist in 1997 to be able to zoom in on a VCR to the, his teammate's um, face who and, and read his lips when the, she then cracks the code that, uh, yeah. that Kenny's brother is alive. Like, like a fucking four by three square tube. Fucking right. so- Excuse me, yeah. one moment. <laughs> one, one moment. Yeah. Enhance. Yeah, she just enhances it. Enhance. It's crazy. It's crazy. Exactly how it works. Yeah, that's every 90s movie ever did that. Every 90s TV show did that. So bad. That's like, again, this movie's so fucking 90s. Also, just how, like. Go ahead. No, I just said the suits that they wore. Like, they all did Steve Harvey proud. Oh, my God. And Marlon Wayans was wearing baggy ass Tim's. Or baggy ass jeans and Tim's in like every scene. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think. Uh, it also is just like very classic. Like the 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 lead reporter news guy is like, I need you, female girl, to get close to male dude, uh, to get a story on this. It's like it's, it's like you ever seen Van Wilder? Classic. Yeah. Just like <laughs> classic movie. Um, I, I, I will watch that movie anytime. Uh, and like, it, it's just, you know, like just, uh, just a high quality movie. Like, like it's just a high quality movie move, you know, uh, female reporter gets close to guy to get story. They fall in love happily ever after. I mean, that's it. Fucking how to lose a guy in 10 days. Same thing. Classic stuff. <laughs> Great film, by the way. Given three great movie examples for the same plot point. Um, you know what I did notice? The guy, uh, the the big tall white dude, his name is Vladimir Chuk. Um, he's really only that been is, in a few movies. That character name or the actor? Uh, that is the actor's name. His in the movie, early. in the movie, his name is Ziggy. Um, Ziggy. Right, correct. 
Yes. Here's the kicker. Um, his first two movies were basketball movies because he is seven foot one um, and was a member of the Yugoslavian junior national team for quite some time as a basketball player. Uh, he is Yugoslavian. Oh, his man. I know what movie. I know what movie. Say I know, it. I know what movie. Uh, oh, my God. It's the Celtics movie where they kidnap yes. Marlon Wayans. Yes, it's Celtic Pride. <gasps> Celtic Pride. Nikki and I were literally talking about this movie last night. I swear to God. Celtic we were talking about well, I'm so good. We got to do something We have to. We have to. Of course, Bob, to fucking watch that movie. Oh, that? I love it. We're fucking watching Celtic Pride. <laughs> 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 I like to imagine so, I just uh, hear Bob in the background. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He just like, uh, knowing, Bob, his head. knowing Bob, I'm going to get a text message like, know the fuck we are. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy watching on your computer, you little dick. Um, God. Anyways, uh, any other takes on the six man guys? Just a, a really just a solid blast from my past. Probably not a movie I'd recommend that anyone ever watch again. But I, I'll tell you what. Let's all give our uh, out of five stars. How many how many stars are we giving this movie? Out of five uh, tomahawk slams. Uh, Tad, how many stars do you give this movie out of five stars? Four point three. <laughs> wow, Nikki, what do you give the movie? Five stars. How many? How many stars are you willing to give the six I'm man? Give, I'm giving a six man two and a half tomahawk slams. <laughs> I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give it three stars. I'm gonna give it three stars. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It's pretty fucking silly. Although here's what I will say: Marlon Wayans, his uh, acting where he's pretending that a ghost is like fighting him uh, rivals that of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in the Revenant. That's all I'll say. That's just, that's all I can say on that. I mean, it's incredible what he's able to do as an actor and like really get into that scene where his ghost brother is giving him a chicken wing. Punch. Uh, I, you know what? I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to change my answer. I'm also going to give it three out of five. Um, my reason being that, uh, it is corny. It's cheesy. It came out in 1997, so it's what you'd expect from a movie of that time period. Uh, but it's a movie that it doesn't. It it knows what it is. It's a movie that knows what it is. Its highs don't get too high. Its lows don't get too low. It's a movie that you can turn on and you know what you're getting. <laughs> and you can just as easily turn it off. And you only have to spend $2.99 to watch it on Amazon, people. So go ahead and rent that bitch. Uh, anything else we want to talk about before we wrap up today, guys? Um, no. All right. Okay. I'm all good. Okay, beautiful. Well, um, can't promise, guys, that we will um, record again next week unless something major happens. It'll probably be another two weeks before you hear from us again. Can we watch Celtic Pride next week? Yeah, Absolutely. Please. I definitely want to do. Yeah. I want to so, do Celtic Pride. That'll be yeah, the next movie. So if you guys want to hear our review of the movie Celtic Pride, make sure and subscribe to the podcast. And if you enjoyed our review of uh, of. Uh, of the six man, uh, make sure and give the podcast a five star rating and review. I think, uh, you know, I don't see it as awesome, but I think we earned it. Damn it. Um, cool. Well, let's plug and let's get out of here. Follow me on Twitter at Tad Hall underscore. 
Follow me on all social media at Nikki Palooza. All right. You can follow me at J underscore Kilos on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow NBA at NBA Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Again, please don't give to uh, please don't forget to give the podcast a five-star rating and review. We greatly appreciate yes, it. Yes, please do give. Yeah, do it. Don't forget. Do give. Don't don't not give. Money me money now. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. Couldn't have said it better myself. Well, all right, guys. Well, the, the three of us are back together again. Stay tuned for the next episode of NBA. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, for uh, for Tad, for Nikki, for Jay, this has been NBA. We're out. <laughs>